Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, and Dr. Ron is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, in our fifth season and our 44th episode this year. <clears throat> Today, we will talk about vitamin D and uh, its relationship to COVID, covered vitamin D prior, and in its relationship to other diseases. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice. It should not be treated as such. We are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I do welcome you. Dr. Rob Unfiltered, uncensored, with an attitude of gratitude because grateful people are happier, they're less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And as we've been talking about it also helps your hormone levels and serotonin. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're uh, not watching too much television, getting too stressed out because as we've been talking for the last eight months, stress decreases your immunity. And this time of uh, so-called COVID, we do have to have our immune system up and functioning and our mask is really on our inside is what we do inside keep our inside strong we have to have a superior interior so we keep ourselves strong so one of the main things we can do is have great social interactions great social interactions are the best thing you can do for your and, and of course, do everything else we said. And we've talked about over these eight months with the probiotics, prebiotics, vitamin supplementation, and, and today's vitamin, vitamin D. And before we get into that, let me just uh, tell you what, what I hope we can do next week. I've been involved with a company uh, that makes peptides. So you 
probably haven't heard of peptides. You probably have heard a little bit about exosomes. Well, peptides are safe, no toxic chemicals. They are really effective. They have a broad range of targets and they have a low accumulation in tissues. And they are used for anti-aging. They're used for immune system. They're used for hormonal dysfunctions. And we hope to be able to tell you where to get these by nasal inhalation rather than injections. So now the majority of these peptides and exosomes have been given to, to people and they've given them themselves injections like a diabetic in order to get the results they want. So uh, hopefully we'll have Dr. Renzulli next week and we will be able to uh, learn about peptides. Probably gonna take a couple of weeks because it's a fascinating subject. It may extend your life five years. Maybe during those five years, something else will come on and then maybe you have a three-year extension. So it will always be a work in progress. So what's the silent epidemic out there? Think about it. What is the silent epidemic? People all over this world have been spending months indoors. And the more time you spend inside, the likelihood of obtaining a healthy amount of sunlight exposure and the vitamin produced as a result of that exposure, vitamin D3, continues to decline. Why is that so important? The International Society for Densitometry called vitamin deficiency, quote, the silent epidemic. And some experts estimate that as high as 80% of Americans, that's nine out of 10, suffer from this silent epidemic. And as I've told you on our vitamin D podcast a month or so ago, vitamin D functions more like a hormone than a vitamin with extremely minute doses being essential for the regulation of the majority of genes in the human genome, as well as innumerable, innumerable, how about that word, innumerable cellular pathways and processes. And you probably know vitamin D's role in the modulation and regulation of the immune system. So really important that we get enough vitamin D. So why am I bringing it up today? Because vitamin D deficiency has emerged as a primary risk factor for severe COVID-19 infection and death. Listen, the higher the vitamin D levels have been shown to be, the lower the risk of testing positive for this virus in the first place. There was a Spanish study 82.2% of COVID-19 patients tested were found to be deficient in vitamin D. One study found your risk of developing a severe case of and dying from COVID-19 virtually disappears once your vitamin D level gets above 30 nanograms per milliliter. And that is the absolute lowest that you want your vitamin D level. As I've, we've talked about, you want it between 60 and 80 nanograms per milliliter. So vitamin D can reduce your risk of COVID-19 and other respiratory infections 
by a lot of different ways, including the reduction in the survival and replication of the, of the viruses. It also reduces this cytokine storm you hear. The virus doesn't destroy the lungs. It's a, it's a reaction to the virus, the cytokine production that does the damage. And dark skin color, my dark skin friends, my Mediterranean people, my people in Florida and Puerto Rico have dark skins. It is dark skin and increased age and chronic conditions lead to vitamin D deficiency and are all features of severe COVID disease. But that of, of what of the things that I've said, you know, the dark skin and whatever, the vitamin D is modifiable. You can take vitamin D. So why ignore vitamin D supplements when they're, they're readily available and the, the cost is modest, if not inexpensive. So Dr. Joe Mercola had a great article on that and I can refer you to him. He's been studying vitamin D. He talks about this Spanish study. It was published October 27th, so it's recent. And it's in a good journal. It's in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism. They came up with this number of 82.2% of COVID patients found to be deficient in this vitamin D. I think that that's something we should all pay attention to, especially uh, in, the, in the northern states now that don't have a lot of sun. We still have sun on the west coast of Florida, where I am located. The east coast got hit a little bit by the herd. I traveled the storm, Ada. But you know, we still have sun. And I'm not going to get into vitamin D. And it, it, really should, it really is a hormone. But deficiencies of vitamin D you know, are associated with hypertension, cardiovascular disease, diabetes. I just had a talk with a dear friend of mine in Honeybrook, Pennsylvania. I tell him he has to get his serum ferritin level down. Why? Because serum ferritin is the iron in your blood, especially men that don't have the opportunity to shed any blood. You know, that high serum ferritin is a risk factor now for COVID. And if you have a high ferritin and a low vitamin D, your hospital stay. It's going to be longer than those with, with with those corrected. So more study has to be done and I'm gonna stick by my guns when I tell you that observation does not prove causality, but something so inexpensive and with such a high safety profile, pretty hard to get toxic on vitamin D. Maybe you might wanna give this, this Wait a minute, try. I think you should. That would be my opinion. So, a quote from that article. SARS-CoV-2 positivity is strongly and inversely associated with circulating 25-hydroxy-D. What that means is the higher the D, the lower the positivity. And it occurred across latitudes, races, ethnicities, and sexes and ages. 
That comes from a journal called PLOS-1, September 17, 2020. Recent publications. Again, light-skinned individuals may only need 10 or 15 minutes a day of sun, but for darker your skin, you may need upwards of an hour and a half. And I still, my personal opinion is to supplement with vitamin D. Especially from what I just told you, and that it can regulate the cytokine storm. Because it's a, vitamin D is critical for your, your immune system. And it is a silent epidemic. Lots of people are deficient, as that one study said, nine out of 10. So lower, you will have lower infection rates, lower hospital rates lower intensity care use, severity of COVID goes down, mortality goes down. It seems like that's a, like a no-brainer, right? And most of, you know, a lot of the country now cannot get the, their, their vitamin D optimized by the sun. So this vitamin D3 is the supplement that is recommended. And one supplement that is recommended to take with the vitamin D3 is magnesium. Of course, magnesium is required to convert vitamin D to its active form. There was a review published in 2018 that said that as many as 50% of Americans taking vitamin D supplements may not get sufficient and significant benefit as the vitamin D simply gets stored in its inactive form. And the reason for this is because they have insufficient magnesium levels. And another cofactor that is important to take is vitamin K2. And K2 is really important because it prevents complications associated with excessive calcification in your arteries. Okay, so you need D3, magnesium, and K2. And really important, you know, vitamin D testing is readily available. Readily available. Experts are recommending vitamin D levels between 40 and 60 nanograms per milliliter, NG per ml. Get a check, supplement with the D3, the magnesium, and the K2, and in three to six months, you can get it rechecked. So you get to that target level. If you've gone, you, you want to know if you're still low or you've gone above your upper target limit of 80. So you can adjust the dosage. I'm going to give you just a couple studies just to show that this is really of concern today and not a lot of people are talking. Northwestern University came out with a study that concluded that vitamin D may be an essential ingredient to protect yourself from coronavirus. 
they discovered a strong correlation between vitamin D deficiency and mortality rates. What are mortality rates? That's how the rate of people dying. According to the study, the lower the vitamin D levels present in a patient's body, the more likely that person will develop severe symptoms and complications. And what's interesting about this, like the other study from Spain, the data that was used in this study came from hospitals from China, France, Italy, South Korea, and the United States. And they found that lower vitamin D levels, in these, especially Italy and Italy and Spain, vitamin D were, were found more than any other nation. So again, we can't make a big jump and say, well, that's the reason why. No, but it is a factor. We have to take it, take notice of it. And it is a safe supplement, vitamin D3. You know, the healthcare system in Northern Italy is pretty good, probably one of the best in Europe. One of the things, taking everything into consideration, the correlation with vitamin D stood out for these researchers. And they also mentioned in this study the cytokines for this craziness of your immune system attacking your own body. So they believe. That their research is showing that vitamin D is helpful against COVID-19. It boosts your immune system and prevents new immune responses from going overboard and start destroying your own body. They were really, uh, really thought that their, their work was, was, was going to change COVID with, just by taking vitamin D3. Now look, you know, you're going to get, you know, there's been lots of studies that I've talked about before with depression, dysbiosis, diabetes, better immune system, less cancers. Uh, and a 2020 team of, report, of scientists reported that based on a review of their research and of the research, there was evidence for the assertion that adequate vitamin D levels could prevent and improve the prognosis of some cancers, including colon and blood cancer. And remember, I talked about the osteoporosis. Vitamin D is essential for maintaining a healthy skeleton because it regulates the metabolism of both calcium and phosphate. So it helps reduce the risk of osteoporosis. It helps reduce frailty and falls, and for the elderly, loss of their independence. So calculate your vitamin D, supplement as necessary, get it between 40 and 80 nanograms per milliliter. Take magnesium, one a number like 200 milligrams, K2, 200 milligrams along with it. See how you feel and get it rechecked. Get the, your vitamin D check. I cannot, uh, cannot emphasize enough the literature showing that magnesium has a significant interaction with the intake of vitamin D. Really important. How much vitamin D should you take? Well, 
Well, it depends how deficient you are, huh? So anywhere between 2,000 and 5,000 international units a day. So now, not to, not to muddy up the waters, vitamin B12 is also uh, been, be, is being studied in this cocktail of vitamin D and magnesium and K2. And uh, B12 is uh, coming in and some studies are showing that that further decreases your chances of getting COVID and increases your outcome. There's a study out there that's followed people between 15th of January and 15th of April 2020. 43 patients with COVID, over 50. We followed them with, you know, with vitamin D, magnesium, and B12 levels. Fewer of the ones that had optimal levels of those vitamins needed any kind of oxygen. So DMB, vitamin D, magnesium, B12 combination. Don't get too confused about this. Vitamin D3, vitamin K2, magnesium. I, I could, could not determine what kind of B12, because B12 generally gets, gets destroyed in the stomach. It's not absorbed until it gets into the small intestine. So unless they were given injections, I don't know. I can't really comment too much. Okay, so, and anyway, why not take D3? Because you don't want chronic problems. You don't want cardiovascular disease. You, want, you don't want autoimmune disease. So remember, if you rarely spend time outdoors, and if you always wear a sunscreen, if you have darker skin, if you're over 50, if you have obesity, if you have GI problems, you need to supplement with vitamin D. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just want to, this is so important, especially what's going on now and they're expecting second and third waves and all this other stuff, which is, you know, we'll talk about that on Saturday when we do our COVID shows. Because COVID is, uh, uh, it's a way, in my opinion, to control us. I'm not going to go heavy into this at all. But COVID is an operation that uh, aims to engulf us in a, in a fake medical nightmare. It has operation that have roots in modifying citizens so they can accept the dictates of the medical establishment. The Big pharmaceutical companies, you know, Gates and Bezos are are, are making billions and billions of dollars, in, and they have no medical training, and yet, you know, you see their names all over, telling us what to do. By the way, uh, I'm if anybody has a picture of Bill Gates wearing a mask, send it to docronradio at gmail.com. I'll send you a gift. Picture of Bill Gates wearing a mask. And then for the balance of the year, we'll talk about the real epidemic. Gary Null says it's the number one cause of death in America, but most people say it's the third. And that's death by modern medicine. 
it's incredible that even with the statistics we have, not including nursing homes, people dying at home. But deaths related to diagnostic errors, errors of omission, failure to follow guidelines, preventable hospital deaths. That number is 440,000 deaths per year. Now, do you see why I've been talking about this for eight months and saying this is the real epidemic? So should we be locked down? And should all the doctors' offices be locked down? Should all the doctors be sent to camps? No, it's not the way to handle it. But that's what we're doing with COVID, where there's a 99.98% chance of survival. You know, 22% of prescription medications are of medical tests, 11.1% of medical procedures. So do you see where I'm going with this, ladies and gentlemen? We really do have epidemics other than COVID. COVID has a 99.98% chance of recovery. And you know, doctors today are under the gun. You know why doctors ever treat? They're afraid of getting sued. 84.7% of them, I'll tell you this. 59% say they're under a lot of pressure by the patients. Why? Because the pharmaceutical companies have hired PR firms to advertise. They buy up a lot of time on television. And doctors say that 38% 38% of the time, they have difficulty accessing medical records. And 70.8% agree that unnecessary procedures are more likely to be performed when a doctor profits them. So we'll talk about how to exercise with this error of conflicting interests. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this has just been uh, something I wanted to get out to you. I think it's important to know about vitamin D. And I'd like your opinion. I think what Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored will change into in the coming months is a daily 15-minute podcast so that you can get what's important and get on with your day. And maybe every two weeks we'll have a major show with a major guest. Then you can chat in questions or you can call in. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six lines open with Podbean. And how do you do that? Well, you go in your your app to one of the uh, guests and call-ins figures and fill it in. I can accept you or not. I'm just kidding. But I, I can do that. So that's that's what I think we'll be doing. All right. So if you have any questions or if you have a picture of Bill Gates wearing a mask, send it to docronradio at gmail.com. Com. 
Dr. Ron Unfiltered on Censored on Facebook. I'm now also on Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, as Dr. Ron Unfiltered on Censored. No, Doc, Doc, Dr. Ron, Doc Ron Radio, D-O-C-R-O-N-R-A-D-I-O, Doc Ron Radio on Parler. Moving over to Parler because a lot of things are getting censored. I mean, when I talk about ozone and oxygen, I mean, you can't live without oxygen for more than three and a half, four minutes. And yet when we talk about it and talk about how to use ozone, they increase your oxygen, they censor that, YouTube censored it. So I'm also starting a Doc Ron Radio on Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E, where I'm going to be posting these podcasts. And also, I am on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio has picked us up. So we're now on most platforms. And thank you all for listening. I mean, this has been incredible on Podbean. And remember, you can also listen to these uh, podcasts uh, on Podbean. All right, this is episode 44, and the importance of vitamin D and how it's related to COVID. I hope I made the case that you should be taking vitamin D3, along with magnesium and K2. I think I presented enough evidence to show you that the literature is there to support it. By the way, there's over 80-some thousand PubMed articles on vitamin D. That's incredible. And you cannot get enough if you're dark skinned, obese, and over 50, just because it's out to the sun. In fact, dark skinned people need, in my opinion, to supplement. I wouldn't even, but you need a, a, a good hour and a half in the sun. You need to be uh, have your skin exposed. And if you listen to our programs or with Dr. Professor Peskin on the parrot essential oils, you know that if you your cells are not poisoned by fish oils, chances of getting skin cancer are nil. I think Dr. Professor Peskin made a great argument, excuse me a second, <coughs> to show us how uh, polyunsaturated oils, these fake oils, Code our cell membranes, especially our skin, and lead, lead to a cancerous dose. All right, so email docronradio at gmail.com. Send me that picture if you have it. We'll do another program this week, probably Thursday, and we will do our Saturday COVID program with a guest. So thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day. Let uh, Fred take us home, and we'll see you later. Hey, everybody, got the rhymes finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. It's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house
sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.